Hello and welcome to the Deep Analysis podcast. This is our very first podcast and this week I'll be talking about some of my observations on my recent visit to Boxworks 17 in San Francisco. So this past week I was in San Francisco, guest of uh, Box and uh, met there with executives, partners, customers of the company and really just checked out the show in general. The truth is I'm a bit of a cynic when it comes to enterprise software conferences. They tend to follow a pretty standard pattern, um, a keynote's given by the CEO who jogs onto stage to the sound of sort of mainstream rap music. Lots of hooting and hollering from the audience, a series of amazing new product announcements, and a couple of days of non-stop slapping the back congratulatory partying. It's easy to be cynical, but the fact is they're of great value, and the reason I'm cynical is I go to so many of them, so I sort of see the patterns and get used to it. But of course, for most people, it's their uh, once-a-year attempt to really connect with a broader community of people who are doing what they're doing on their day-to-day work. So they're really valuable, and actually this was a pretty good conference, I have to say. I did miss seeing Snoop Dogg at the after-party, but... No great loss for me on that one, if I'm being perfectly frank. The truth is, though, amongst all of those sort of uh, amazing new product announcements, there were actually a few really interesting ones. I'm not going to list them all here, but uh, two in particular caught my attention. One was called Box Skills, which is essentially prepackaged, I guess. RPA, Robotic Process Automation feature feature set add-on whatever and i think actually i think this is one's going to get a lot of pickup because the fact is that uh, you know easy to use process automation well it's hot right now but you know when you think about it just being able to automate the connection and correlation if you like of a purchase order a delivery note and an invoice is a huge time saver and uh, of great value to a lot of companies so that was Box Skills. But there was a, another announcement called Box Graph, um, which sort of sounded great. Uh, Jitu Patel came onto stage and told us all about that. Um, but it, in honesty, it, it, it wasn't something that was much discussed at the conference beyond the announcements. But it's the one announcement that really caught my ears, frankly, because... Box Graph is really very ambitious. It's a machine learning initiative. Um, and that noise, by the way, in the background is squirrels. I am uh, recording this in a barn uh, in rural New England, back from San Francisco. And I'm absolutely plagued with squirrels and chipmunks. And I've tried to get rid of them and I've tried to be humane. So you're just going to have to put up with it, I'm afraid. So sorry about that. But uh, maybe it adds a little bit of color to the broadcast. So here we go. But uh, a machine learning platform, right? That's a very ambitious goal. But, uh, you know, for once, uh, I didn't want to just dismiss it. I was very dismissive when uh, Salesforce announced Einstein. I mean, Salesforce is a great company. But I just couldn't really see that taking off, uh, at least in the the near to medium future. But Boxgraph, I don't know, it made me really take stock because i think it's got real potential 
Uh, to not only transform Box as a company, I mean, that's great for Box, but it's much more importantly something which could actually transform the business operations of many of its customers. Well, many, let's come back to that phrase, many. So here's the theory, and then I'll maybe follow that up with a bit of reality. But the theory, at least, is that an enterprise that's pretty much standardized its its work files, if you want to call it that, onto Box, let's just... Let's just go out there and say it's got 80-90% of its files now on Box. And, and there are customers out there who have done that. In fact, I, I spoke with, uh, with one on Thursday in some depth who've uh, really gone a long way down that road. I think there's terrific value to gain from something like Graph. And, uh, and, and Graph, at the end of the day, let's just be clear about what it is. It's, it's essentially a mechanism to uh, draw upon some great uh, machine learning uh, tools and algorithms from people like Amazon and uh, Google uh, to do it in a relatively painless way. And um, if you've got everything in one place, it's fairly homogenous, um, it's fairly standardized, it's all your stuff, if you like. Well, well using machine learning uh, could really improve your ability to monitor, secure, to govern um, your business information. I mean, that's, that's you know, great. But more than that, it could actually lay the foundations for building a sort of a multitude of, of enhanced um, adaptive business processes, if you like, driven by real near-time sort of behavioral insights. At the end of the day, something like Graph is, is a toolkit, and like any toolkit, it's uh, it's up to you what you do with it, and it depends on you know your skills with those tools. But for an imaginative firm that's really gone a long way down the box path, there's an opportunity here to really gain a competitive advantage through truly analyzing, truly monitoring, and, and rethinking its operations. And uh, so, I don't know, I think this one's got real potential. And that's a theory anyway, and, and, and I, I mean it. I do think it does have real potential. But in practice, of course, I mean, the vast majority of Box customers, and, and the same can be said of all its competitors, uh, OneDrive, Dropbox, Google, Ignite, whoever. Most of those customers, um, well, they've got a wide range, a hodgepodge of on-premise and in the cloud systems to manage files and they're all disconnected and they're poorly managed and they're fragmented. And in that kind of situation, well, Graph's not really of much value. But I think the the, the value, and I keep using that word value because it's what it's all about really, isn't it, is of machine learning, as I said, running across a relatively homogenous and relevant data set. So I think that's going to accelerate the drive much more than things like compliance have in the past to actually sort things out and move them to one location. I guess in turn that also opens up more opportunities, uh, well, not just for Box, but uh, Box's customers, obviously, but even more so, I guess, in the short term at least, an ecosystem and a growing one at that of migration and information governance vendors and consultants to sort of help get you there and pave the way. And and I, for one, seriously, if I'm back at BoxWorks 18, this was BoxWorks 17, I really hope to follow up on some of the people I spoke to this time and see what they're doing and uh, check out some of these early adopters of uh, BoxGraph and 
I reckon they're going to have some really interesting stories to tell. Probably a few bruises and scratches along the way, but uh, this this is really really interesting. And just to to make it clear here, I'm I'm talking specifically about box and box graph because that's just where I've been this week and I've been hanging out with those people but a lot of people are working on this i mean google's certainly doing a lot of work in this space dropbox are doing a lot of work in this space it's early days but at deep analysis we talk and we we you know we research uh, this is our world really of machine learning artificial intelligence and also blockchain and you know we're really passionate about the the potential for these technologies but we're also realists about how you get there. I mean, most people cannot do those things effectively. They cannot leverage those technologies effectively. And it used to be because they didn't have access to big processing power. They uh, didn't really have access or the skills to leverage powerful algorithms. And they certainly didn't have access to unified and large-scale data sets. Well, in a sense now, many of those bridges have already been crossed or, or, you know, they can be crossed with relative ease compared to the past. And so we're really at the uh, the dawning, if you like, of something new here. And uh, machine learning and AI have obviously been around a long time, but I think this year, uh, next year, we're going to start seeing some amazing early adopters uh, jump in there and, and do some fascinating work. And as I say, it all boils down to having all your stuff in one place, having it cleaned up junk in junk out and all of that stuff but it looks like box i want to be one of the first to uh, be involved in that and uh, well i guess good luck to them well thank you for listening to the deep analysis podcast today if you get any thoughts on what we've talked about um disagree agree or maybe you've got some ideas for topics for future podcasts just let me know you can email me at alanpeltsharp at deep-analysis.net and you can check out our website at, guess what, deep-analysis.net and of course you can follow us on Twitter or LinkedIn. Look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye. Bye.